hey welcome to life mastery with Nathaniel. today i'm going to discuss with you a very nice topic that i've titled cell phone addictions and here we're going to break down with rebecca parlor on energy farm and choice of farm how people are addicted to their cell phone and how much it actually takes from them so let's get on it At this time every Monday we have our dose of motivation with motivational speaker and Santhama Farafara and tonight we discuss cell phone addiction. You at home are welcome to join Motivation Monday by sending a WhatsApp text message to 0792951212 or you can call us on 0151510135. Good evening Santhama welcome. Good evening, Rebecca, and thank you very much for inviting me back again. It's always a pleasure coming back on air and adding value to the lives of our listeners on Energy FM and Choice FM. Good okay. evening at home as well. We had a good weekend, Damazumi. Yes, yes, okay. definitely good, definitely mm. wonderful. Yeah, it was okay. Good. So tonight's topic, I'm actually very intrigued. Um, we're talking about cell phone addiction. Mm-hmm. I just want for us to start by generally. Um, defining what we mean by addiction addiction okay but before we we go into addiction um it's actually cell phone addiction but in a sense that smartphone addiction okay, because we've okay. got other cell phones yeah, yeah. which people don't usually use a lot except to use it for a torch and other stuff <laughs> so we're going to talk about the smartphone addiction but addiction in general it's a brain or a psychological psychological disorder which is characterized by compulsive uh, engagement in sort of rewarding stimuli without regard of for adverse consequences sometimes you can actually see this uh, or you can actually see the bad effects of that kind of addictive de- behavior or the compulsive behavior but you sort of ignore it so it's that kind of a force that says i need to do this i need to keep on pushing so it sort of exceeds your ability to say no to that kind of of behavior it forces you to to keep on doing it even if you know that there's a danger in it or there's a negative um experience that is going to come out of it you 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 do that and it affects many people at different levels and sometimes it's because of psychological imbalance or chemical imbalance within your brain or whatever the case may be and and then we can also relate it with cell phone addiction and when we talk about cell phone addiction we talk about the compulsive order or the compulsive push to be on your cell phone while you should be doing other things okay. it's it's that kind of the your mind says i need to be on my phone i need to be on my phone i need to be on my phone i need to read my whatsapp messages i need to send an sms i need to be on facebook i need to be on twitter i need to be on instagram and so on and so forth. you keep on this this push on you that you feel like there is something wrong with you when you don't get to the phone or you feel like there's something missing when you don't you don't you don't get to the phone and most young people would actually attest to this if if we we talk about that especially those that are tech savvy that there is this thing inside of them that says get get got to check what's on when you what's what's up on whatsapp check mm-hmm. what's on facebook check who posted what just like check who how many likes did you get and and, and so on and so forth on, mm-hmm. on, on 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 your facebook yeah, yeah. so so they 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 It, studies also show that an average cell phone user checks their cell phone at least 100 times or 110 times per day for for non-efficient things. I'm not saying they they send 110 messages. They check their cell phone 110 times just to check if there's anything going on. They just okay, nothing. And then they go back oh, nothing. And then they go back oh, nothing. So it it goes on and on and on and on an average person. And there are other people who actually you go on their cell phone so many times and that and there are those who go less mm-hmm. but on average a normal person like 
what is happening on the phone? What's happening on the phone? Mm -hmm. And they can do that over and over and over again without actually seeing that. And for the, but most of the time they're doing it for, for non-bishop beneficial mm -hmm. purposes, just to sort of entertain themselves, even at work for that matter. Mm -hmm. People can be in a meeting. You've seen that uh, you, you'd attend a meeting and you call someone and they tell you that I'm in a meeting. <laughs> but then from there, you're chatting with that person who just yeah. said I'm in a meeting. And you can chat with them for the rest of the hour of the, the duration of the meeting. And But they're there. And, and you're wondering whether it's possible to listen to someone while you are writing and reading a text. Mm. And that's what is happening today. The world has been taken over by smartphones. <laughs> they came for a good cause. But I blame whoever created Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp. <laughs> Okay, you you spoke about, or rather you used the word um, compulsive. Yes. And I wanted for us to also look at those people who actually use social media, not necessarily for your social networks, but they use it to get jobs, yes. to to yes. read articles and books and so forth. Yes, um, I do too. You do. Yes. Now, is that also problematic if they're doing it compulsively? Okay, it, when we say something is compulsive, it means it, take, it takes over your life. Mm. It controls your behavior. Mm. It controls your time. You, you want to do something, but this thing says, do me first. You, you, you want to go somewhere and your, your WhatsApp says, no, read me fast. You, you want to um, be in a meeting, but your Facebook says, no, check my, my status first. You know? But I use, like, let me give an example, not use myself, a doctor, for example. Okay. A young doctor today would not have to carry 17 textbooks to go to their practice. They would have to carry a tablet mm -hmm. or a cell phone. And that cell phone would have thousands of research articles that they use on daily basis. So that person would have to be on the phone almost all day long because they have to be referring to what in, in terms of what they're doing. Um, you, you don't have to be, to be reading a textbook for, for, for that matter because now, I mean, ooh, we live in a green world today. So so those that are using that, you, this, this afternoon I was watching the news and then the news was interrupted with an advert of another media company that was advertising that you can now upload your CVs and put on your profile mm -hmm. on, online so that those who are hiring can actually find you. I won't mention the name of the media company here yeah. for safety reasons. But that's what people are doing. They are applying for jobs. There, there are other websites that now you actually, every time you get a new job, every time you get a new degree, you upload it there and, and you get remarks and, and, and feedback out of it. You get companies contacting you and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. I develop myself. Most of my studies, I do them online. I do them on my phone. I have apps on my phone that where I download books and I read my books. I have apps on my phone where I download podcasts and I listen to motivational, other motivational speakers, leadership teaching, mm. gospel teaching, music, and so on and so forth. But there's other people who, at the end of the day, you ask them, what did you do with your data that you had paid for your online access? And you realize nothing. Nothing at all. But they have used one gig of data. I asked this other lady the other day, and I was like, how much data do you spend per week? She's like, I think three to five gig. Hmm. Week. I'm like, mm, what do you do? She's like, YouTube. <laughs> okay, okay, what do you watch on YouTube? I'm like, okay, celebrities. You know, mm. those kind of things. Okay, I watch, watch celebrity gossip and so on and so forth. Yeah. And at the end of the day, what did you benefit out of that? Probably nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing at all. You've wasted money. You've spent a lot of money. And we're going to talk about some of the effects of on that, which also include um, finances. But when we talk of this thing in, in, in itself, it's got two elements. It's got the, um, the reinforcing element and a, re a rewarding element. Every addictive behavior has got those two things. The reinforcing element and the rewarding element. The, the, the reinforcing element means that there is a higher chance that the same thing could actually be repeated um, or, or paired with another feeling of some sort. And then the, the rewarding element it means that something is interpreted or perceived as positive. You, you in, Yourself, not me. 
you, you're doing it and you think this is positive. So what, what what does it mean when you you interpret or perceive it as positive? It means it means that thing is valuable. That thing is desirable. It's good to repeat. Therefore, it should actually be be, be done. Remember that you 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 do what you do. You behave the way you behave. You think the way you think. You you move to certain circles and associate with certain circles based on the certain things that you value. Um, they say like attract like attract each other. So you look at the certain things that are sort of associated with you that are you think they're beneficial for you. The certain people are more will benefit more from entertainment. They would rather be on entertainment over and over again than be on educative or educational programs and for for the whole day. So for them. You, you, we can argue the whole day and say, no, I think what you're doing with your cell phone is not benefiting you. But for them, it's like, no, this is good. And the sad reality about it is that today, cell phone addiction has also crippled the, 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 our development, especially for the, with the young people. Mm-hmm. If you look at the way that you type, you type with two fingers or one in most cases. You give a person a, a keyboard, you'll still see them on a computer, they like tapping <laughs> with, with, with one finger, the way that Trevor Noah would actually be explaining other politicians and so on and so forth. But the worst part is that people don't know how to spell. People don't know how to spell today. People are writing things in a crazy way. They will be writing, they'll be, you'll be writing your mother in SMS and you'll be writing as if you're writing on social media and your mother's like, what are you writing me? Mm-hmm. And But you're expecting them to understand what you're saying because that is how it, it has gone in, into the world. So our lives has been taken over by that. And there are certain influences as well. There are certain things that influence us um, to, to behave in that particular way. And I'd like to explain this in, 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 in a snapshot. Okay. What, what influences people to, uh, to be addicted to cell phone or to, to smartphones in particular? And when I'm talking about smartphone, I'm talking about the, um, the chat rooms and the social media gadgets. Um, the, the addiction is sort of influenced by a chemical in the brain, which is called dopamine. A dopamine is a chemical that is responsible for, for many things in the body, but mainly what I want to refer to is the reward-seeking behavior. The dopamine makes you want to be rewarded. It makes you want to get that kind of a thing. For example, in gambling, when a person is gambling, um, they don't go to gambling because there is money. It, they go to gambling because there's, the mind feels there is money. Even though they get it, some of them lose a lot. Most of them lose a lot. But the mind says, you're going to get a lot of money. Go. So you bet five rand today, and then the machine gives you six rand. Like, yeah, there's a chance of winning. And then you <laughs> bet that six rand to gain all of it. And then the machine gives you ten rand. You're like, hmm. It's working. And then you bet the 10 down, it gives you 50 down. So it loses you to a reward. And another form of reward. So another form is it's what a guy would actually be looking at when he looks at a woman. Like, I want that girl. <laughs> I want that girl. I want to sleep with her. And then he spends time maneuvering a system to get over, to, to get to that particular girl and sleep with her. The day that he sleeps with her, he forgets everything about her. It's gone. It's the same thing that what, what a girl would be looking at in a blesser. A bless, she would be motivated by what she gets from the blesser. She would give her body and then because the mind says there's a reward in doing what you do. So you keep on doing it. After getting the reward, it's either you will quit or you will want the reward to be repeated. And the cell phone is like that. The, cell, the, the behavior when it comes to the cell phone, it says... If I'm on my cell phone, I will know what is going on all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. And after finding out what happens right now, you want to know what happens the next minute. After finding out what happens the next minute, you want to know what happens the next minute. But it takes over completely your productive life. Therefore, when you're sitting at work, uh, there's a study that was published um, by, 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 by an, I think it's, a, it's an HR co- company. And they state that it's a staffing firm. They state that an average employee spends 56 minutes per day on their cell phone. Mm-hmm. An average employee for non-work-related purposes, which means they actually spend in a maximum of one day of their work week 
on social media and non-work related purposes on cell phone that excludes the time that they spend reading newspapers that are not beneficial to their work mm-hmm. the, the, the time that they spend chatting with their friends and talking about what happened yesterday or over the weekend or on a party so in in, in, a, in another place so they've spent more time that they are paid for doing something that they are not actually paid for so the cell phone has actually taken over our lives mm. the question is how much has it taken over yours <laughs> after the break in Atlanta we will be looking at the financial instability that comes with using a phone a lot mm-hmm. but you see i see a lot of people here asking if you can tell them what the cv site is and unfortunately we're not going to be able to i don't know if maybe you will can, be able to tell them when you give them your uh facebook they can check my 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 social media status i'll i'll post it on facebook okay. after that yeah. yeah that should work okay. but we continue this after the break all right now Atlanta, let's talk about the financial instability if there is any that comes with cell phone addiction yes um This is very critical. A study that was published as well also um explains that one point once a person is addicted to social news or to social media in particular, they forget um to evaluate how much money they spend on the cell phone or on 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 data in particular. If you look at it, how life has gone today, we, we we spend more time calling one another. We spend more much time texting one another. So you spend more time and fortunately these days companies are even providing free data but then because of the entertainment that comes with it like I mentioned earlier on that one lady spends 3 to 5 gig 1 gig I think is over 100 rand if you spend 5 gig you you spend close to 3 3 to 400 rand a week that excludes the money that you spend on the phone I mean on 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 making phone calls if you spend 300 rand a week on data it means you literally spend 1200 rand per month on data and that money could actually be diverted to other productive activities and that is what a normal professional would actually be spending on data probably doing things that are, that are not not really beneficial imagine it's a situation it's me and my wife i'm just giving an example i spend 300 rand a week and my wife gets to spend 300 rand a week it means in a family we spend 2400 rand on data that is totally could have been avoided there is more on companies companies spend people are paying the employer is paying you for uh, internet access within a company you spend the time on youtube reading things that are not enabling you to perform a job within your 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 field where you are actually hired or you're actually hired or employed to perform but you're using company time and company money so if according to the study that i mentioned here if you actually spend 56 minutes it means you are paid for 1 hour for nothing every day the company loses then you benefit the money then you take the money you spend it out on non beneficial activities that is where it goes but there are other actually impact as well that are not necessarily financial there are other family impact that social media or cell phone addiction could actually cause for example um an average person who spends more time on their cell phone would also spend more time when they're eating on the cell phone you'd mm. see a person holding a cell phone and holding a fork people can't even see what they're eating they <laughs> That's true. They can't. They can't. They just eat. I'm sure they even they even eat a, a lot of bugs and flies yeah, and a whole yeah, lot of worms yeah. and, and stuff like that. But you go to a movies, and this is one thing that's very irritating. You go to a cinema. When you're sitting at the cinema, you're sitting at the far back, and someone in the middle is having the cell phone. Our cell phones are very smart today. You can dim the screen. Mm. People don't dim the screen for reasons known to themselves. But that person will be disturbing everybody behind. You're wondering whether this person is reading. something related to the movie and then watching the movie because you your mind you it's impossible to focus on two things with your eyes you can read but you can't 
talk at the same time. So you're watching a movie and you, you're busy with something else. Even at home, we you husband and wife, but brothers and sisters, fathers and sons are no longer talking together these days because everybody's on their cell phone. Can you imagine a situation where a husband and wife plan the rest of their life on WhatsApp? They don't talk to one another, but they're busy. On WhatsApp, they're very active. They talk. They send, okay, please don't forget to buy grocery. Don't forget to pick up a child from school. Don't forget, my, 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 my room is coming. My aunt is coming. I'm going to. Every, they're on WhatsApp all the time. That will not be working. A relationship is, is meant to be face-to-face. But if we then transfer our relationship to both. You see, yes, just the sad part about cell phones. Our non-existent friends are in millions. I have more than 2,000 followers on Facebook. I don't know them. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. I write on Facebook to educate people, to add value to them. Yeah. Whether they comment or not, it's something else. But look, we because of the success of our social life, this non-physical people, which is a virtual world that we have on, on social media and so on, on Facebook, you've got so many thousand celebrities who have 100,000 followers and they're so happy that everyone, when you when you invite a celebrity, you invite, you send them a text and say, please advertise this. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you, I've got 100,000 followers. Pay me yeah. to post your stuff because they have followers. Those followers may not even read what that person has actually posted. But here's the sad reality. We're successful on social media, mm-hmm. but we're failing in real life. Because our cell phones have taken over our lives. Our families are suffering. Our real friends, we don't have a relationship with our mothers, with our brothers. The people that we should actually be relating with. You know, it's funny that people are competing for the likes on Facebook. They post something so that they can get a number of likes. If I post something today and I get 100 likes, I will be compelled tomorrow to repeat something similar Mm -hmm. so that I can get more likes. You understand? But... Why don't I just take the time that I spend thinking about creating a content for Facebook and just go to a flower shop and buy one rose for my wife? Mm. Something that, I mean, I have, I can just spend two hours sitting and talking about nothing with my, with my family and me, with my children than spending six hours writing things to people who don't care about me. Mm. And that's what we've done. But that is the, the, the normal social impact. There's also the psychological impact that comes with, with, with cell phone addiction. And unfortunately, people don't get to see this. It, it, cell phone addiction or social media addiction can also cause sleep disorders. Using cell phones, it, it, studies show that using cell phones before you go to bed increases the amount of time that it takes for you to fall asleep or the amount. It also increases other disturbances and funny dreams. And you realize that now our cell phones have become our pillows. They are part of our pillows. When we sleep, we want it to be there because we want to hear the vibration, zoom, zoom, when, when something happens. And we wake up to the vibration <laughs> of the cell phone, but we don't wake up to the cry of the child. That is very sad. Um, another thing is it, it causes depression. It, causes, it also causes anxiety. This is a constant wondering. Like, what, what came through? What Have I missed something? There's something called FOMO. It's fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. It's it's also a disorder that comes with. So you you don't don't want to be disconnected or left out. If your internet connection is off, your mind runs around trying to find out what could I have missed? What could I have missed? And then you even take somebody's phone and say, can I check my monk's Instagram and so on? There's another thing called textophrenia or anxiety. or it, This is a terminology used in a study published by NCBI. This is the false sensation of having received a text message or a call that leads to you constantly checking the device or and then textify it's, it's the anxiety of receiving or responding immediately to, to a cell phone. It is said that um, when this kind of phenomenon takes over your life and on and under normal circumstances, you would find yourself having a feeling that your phone is ringing while it's not ringing. You'll have a feeling that your phone received a text message while it actually did not receive a text message. And that is why people get to check their, excuse me, their cell phone so many times. They go in the, on their phone to check, oh, 
I thought my phone was ringing. I thought my phone was ringing. And there's nothing <laughs> that actually came through. But that is what is actually happening. But it's big. It's bigger than that. It's taking over the world. It's taking over our children. It's taking over our families. It's robbing us of our company time if I'm an employee. And then it means I'm losing a lot of money on, on those kind of things. I forgot to say something. I don't know if I should quickly say it yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before we pass. Mm-hmm. When do we see that we, the, the cell phone has taken over? Yeah. When you feel so preoccupied with using your cell phone. You just want to be there. The second one is repeating. It's a repeated loss of time due to excessive use of com- or compulsive use of cell phone for non-beneficial reasons. You just want to be using your cell phone all the time. Another thing is when you feel like you can't do without your cell phone for a certain period of time. Have you seen that you can drive and be far in Butroka going to Loitrehat and 10 for a cell phone mm-hmm. and ask someone to drive it to bring it to you? Mm-hmm. We can't live without our cell phones. Actually, someone, when I was coming here, a friend of mine sent me a message. She said, you know what? I can't live without my cell phone. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to coach you. I won't mention your name. And that's what it is. You're, 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 like, when you also see this, when your relationship or your job is at risk or you begin to suffer um, due to the to the smartphone, this is when your phone takes so much time of your productive life. And then that's where, that's where you focus. And another thing is when you get irritated or angry or sad or depressed or disappointed when there's no network. Have you seen how people get frustrated with no Yo, network? Yes, I know. I know. So now, Tlantla, um, time has flown. Mm. I, I don't know where the time has gone to. Um, but now, as we conclude, mm-hmm. how then do people step out of this addiction? Some things are very difficult, Rebecca. Hmm. Some, th- some things are very easy to slip into. But are very difficult to get out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, when when I'm, I'm trying to read and I'm, I've been reading on different researches that are done by different um, companies, one thing that they actually recommend is that one is that don't use your cell phone as an alarm clock. Okay. I think 99% of us use our cell phone yeah, for alarm. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. How many times does your alarm ring and you only stop the alarm? When it rings, you stop the alarm and then you check something else. Yeah. Most of the time, we don't even switch off our data. Our full cell phones are designed in such a way that we can switch off the data. We can even limit the amount of data that we spend on social media or whatever. But if you, you keep your phone under the pillow, when it vibrates, the mind says something has come into the phone. Check it out. We have to, to, to reduce that. Another thing is to relate our social media life with our financial life. If we can draw the balance, if we can see the financial impact. Look, someone will tell you, ah, come on, you can't talk about money all the time. But money talks. It does. Money answers all things. So if you can relate the financial to your social life, check how much money did you spend and how much did you benefit out of it. If there's one thing that I've learned to do is to spend my money downloading lessons and that's where my, my data goes. I download a lot of podcasts. I listen. I don't know how many hours of learning do I spend on my cell phone. And that all of them cost data. I download books. I search for Facebook. I search so for on YouTube and so on. So people are not spending the time doing it the right thing. Another thing is to understand the times that you live in. For example, you have time for work. If you have priorities appropriately, you won't be disturbed. Mm-hmm. You have time for family then you have time for you to just be relaxing and doing other things. So if we're mixing this kind of things, and then we end up messing up a whole lot of things. Another thing is to also understand that the psychological impact that cell phones have on our lives or cell phone use have on our lives. Like I mentioned over before, this compulsive behavior, this anxiety, this yeah, sleeping yeah. disorder, and so on and so forth. So we need to get to understand. And also the social impact that it has. How much has it affected our real relationships compared to our virtual relationships? Okay. Then if we understand that, it will also enable us to make an assessment. 
Zanza, we are concluding our discussion tonight on Motivation Monday, wherein we're talking about cell phone addiction. You speak about how you spend um, your downloading time and your data on um, downloading podcasts and books that you can read. Are those the kind of um, habits you would suggest that our listeners sort of adopt to? Because the thing is, they can't just wake up the next morning and step out of the addiction. Yes. Okay, so yes. those are the kind of things you would um, suggest they do instead. Most most definitely. Okay. And, and and if you allowed me, allow me, I'd like to link this with our next topic that we're going to discuss next week. Okay. Next, next week, we're going to be discussing chronic validation-seeking disorder. Mm. Chronic validation-seeking disorder is very related to what we're talking about. A lot of people are on social media so that people can validate them. Mm. A lot of people are wearing certain clothes so that people can validate them. People have adopted certain accents so that people can validate <laughs> them. You understand? So, so, so I've adopted a habit that says develop yourself more okay. before you get yourself in the public. A lot of, a lot of us in in my book. Step to the next level. I wrote in one chapter, and a guy yesterday sent it, sent it, sent it to me. He said, "Read this thing in your chapter," and then it, it it reads. It says, "Most of us are reading to say, not reading to do. Mm-hmm. Most of us are we are on social media so that we can have an opinion, but it doesn't benefit us. Mm-hmm. So we we so I read so that I grow. I read so that I develop. I listen. When if you find me having my earphones on my jacket, everywhere I have earphones and I'm listening. As long as I'm not at work, I'll be listening to something. When I'm sitting and doing nothing, one of the things you, you and I remember people. My father is always on his cell phone. Mm-hmm. If you come to my screen and check what is on my screen, you'll find two things. I'm talking to someone or I'm reading a book okay. right there. And that has helped me. It helps me the way I think. It helps the way that I analyze things. It helps the way I approach people. It helps the way that I talk as well. And then it's helping me in my speaking business as well and so mm. on and so forth. So now, if we're going to find things that are developing us, why don't we go for it? Some okay. of these things are easier to find and they're much cheaper. They don't spend much data. Okay, speaking of avoiding bad habits, let us also not have a bad habit of overstaying our time <laughs> on this show. And that said, Glenda, please um, share with our listeners your social media handles where they can get you. Uh, thank you. They can... On Facebook, I'm Tlantla G, Mafarafara, Tlantla, NHLA, NHLA, Mafarafara, M-A-F-A-R-A-F-A-R-A. And that's that's on Facebook. And that's the same name on Instagram. I'm not very active on Instagram. On Twitter, I'm at Faraz Creations is one word, F-A-R-A-Z-C-R-E-T-I. O N Z. So they can find me then. They can find me on WhatsApp on 079-180-8322 or call that number during the day, during office workers, office hours, then I'll be able to assist them. I'll also post that link where on careers end where you can mm, upload your CVs yeah, and so on yeah. and so forth on my Facebook. Then don't look at it. Motivational speak and Dantlamafarafara. We we'll see you next week. Thank you. Coming up on NGFM is Agrili Chopo and Samantha Lahisi on Choice FM. And a big thank you goes out to my producer, Mami Morasho, from myself, Rebecca Palo. We meet again tomorrow evening, same time, same place. God willing, good night.